Preface If you have had the courage to open this book and resolve to hear what it has to say, in spite of a title that must undoubtedly repel in this present world all but the most stalwart of Christian disciples, then there is indeed great hope for your eternal soul. Please listen further. Herein lies some bitter medicine for the nominal Christians in our midst who pay lip service to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, but who despise His cross and whose hearts remain uncircumcised. Self still reigns supreme in their hearts under the guise of religion and outward deeds of service and ritual worship. But, as this book will attest, it remains for this self to be driven from the temple of our hearts once and for all through no other agency than the blessed cross of Jesus Christ. Yes, blessed is this cross. For this cross, if faithfully embraced and endured, will deliver us into the realm of eternal glory. The gift of the cross is to awaken us to the truth of Christ within us, the hope of glory. In order for this Christ within us to come to the light of consciousness, the opacity of self, the flesh, must be dissolved away, thereby revealing the resplendent imago dei so long obscured by mankind's fall into sin. I beseech you to join me on a journey, tempestuous, fraught with mortal dangers and uncertainties, consisting of passages so narrow that one must divest oneself of all that one clings to and shoulders in order to just squeeze through. Yes, but one that ultimates in a consummate glory. This journey's end will find you in possession of the pearl of great price, the salvation of your very soul. What we stand to behold at journey's end is a glory immeasurably beyond anything we can ask for, imagine, or conceive of. But only a great faith that must be bestowed by God Himself through Jesus Christ and His Holy Spirit can equip us with the requisite perseverance to hold steadfast to the vision of what we stand to gain and to push through every obstacle and every sacrifice to its attainment. Introduction the cross that we must bear in order to win the crown of eternal glory is so little understood in this day and age. How cowardly the church today shrinks from the demands of the cross, the call to die to self, the flesh, and the world with all its media distractions and titillations, boundless and immediate gratifications, comforts, self-glorification, self-affirmations, self-love, false trusts and enticements. How alien, to modern American ears in particular, is the call of the Christ to follow Him through death to the only true life! How smugly we attempt to mitigate Christ's demands to accommodate our self-indulgent, self-serving agendas and lifestyles! Obedience, the Lordship of Christ, is a concept that implies for us a mindlessness unbefitting our exalted status as human beings made in the image of the divine. Ah, but we forget that that imago Dei had been effaced beyond recognition at the fall. We eschew any call to submit to a will other than our own, which gropes so blindly. But we fail to see that this particular call of Christ comes forth from a love of such infinite intensity that yearns for nothing less than our eternal salvation. But we, rich young rulers, are, en masse, going away very sad unwilling and unable to offer the requisite surrender of self into the hands of a loving God. But the good news of the gospel, 
offers us this glorious hope that even the requisite faith, courage, and perseverance, surrender, willingness to die to self and absolute trust will be worked out in us by God Himself through Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. The very surrender that is required is something we can never attain to on our own without the intervention and enablement of the Holy Spirit. God's commands are actually His promises of what He will accomplish in us, for He will worketh in you both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Philippians 2.13 So wretched and lost are we sinners, that unless God Himself intervenes through His omnipotence to awaken us to the truth of the gospel, we would be irretrievably consigned to eternal hell and torment. God never demands from us as His beloved children what He will not certainly bestow.